Hello, and my name is Peter Rushma, and I'm your host today of a Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners and professionals just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success or you're already smashing it but want to continue to level up, we're here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Just real, frank and raw conversations. So uh, today's live or lunch live, thank you for joining with me, um, is around the common mistakes that I see in fleet operators. So one of the things that flagship do is uh, carry out audits and, uh, and and we regularly go into different operators as well, which is which is actually really, really a beneficial thing for us to be able to do because we do get to see best practice. We get to see how a lot of different operators uh, run their businesses and we also get to see some really really good ways of doing things and uh, and, and also some challenges as well where, where people sort of they mean mean to do well and sometimes have a few challenges so and we, we're able to help help those people along with that which is really important part and value add of, of what we can do and uh, and what's worthwhile considering an audit because it in fact an audit is a vital part it shouldn't just be done when uh, when, when one's been requested through regulatory action, for example, it, it should be something that a transport manager looks to do on a regular basis, make sure that the, the transport management system's working effectively. It's a good part of any management system is to make sure that it's tested and and, and, and made sure that it, it works well. So it's always a good thing to consider. And, uh, and usually we try and find ways that we can add value to operations in, in different ways or give suggestions for ways that we can help people so uh good afternoon martin good to see you there again hope you're uh hope you're well hope you had a nice weekend so yeah we we can have a bit of a look at the different uh mistakes that i see sort of commonly as we as we go around with uh with operators so um to kick things off um the, the first one is around sort of infringements driver infringements and infringement management so one of the things i mean by that is that a lot of a lot of operators a lot of operators do regularly make sure that they analyze driver's hours, which is great. And they, they make sure that infringement reports are printed off. One thing's vital to remember is that we understand what they are and what they mean. Um, but secondly, it's really important that we actually have a process to escalate those. So do we have a record of what drivers have received uh, what infringements and how often they've received them so that we're then able to escalate and make sure that we follow the process or, or have a proper a good quality process to follow to try and stop those happening and that there's an education process in place um yeah thanks martin yeah i have caught the sun a little bit i think um so i appreciate it not quite as red as the jumper um but uh yeah so uh sorry martin jones has just commented uh looks like i've caught the sun and tim wilkinson hello hi pete uh, how you doing tim hope you keep them well um yeah so one of the things is around infringement escalation. So do we have an agreed process in place to make sure that we handle infringements fairly as well? So how many strikes do you allow uh, a driver to have the same infringement multiple times before you start to think about taking that to the next level? Remedial training, for example, would be the first step. And the second step might be a warning because we've had remedial training and the next step might be further remedial training or more more in-depth personalised remedial training and uh, uh, before it becomes a, a, a written warning, for example. So 
how are we going to escalate the, that, that process? And I think that's something that we need to really consider and really know well in case uh, in case we do get audited or, or as we actually follow the process to ensure that we're managing drives appropriately and effectively as well. The other one is around defects and rectification. So one of the things I see regularly is that drivers do their daily checks as part of um, as part of the correct process and they they carry out defects and then defects get rectified but actually there isn't like a really nice slick process where the two two combine so that we can go yep here's the defect and here's the rectification so um, i really suggest considering that to make sure that defects are getting rectified and that we can basically have a good cross-referencing process uh, which is a really really good way of being able to manage that defect process uh, one of the third or the third um, challenge that i often see is around uh, missing mileage so there's a lot of operators who um you know they they will have missing mileage from service but it may be that actually when when you take a closer look that actually it's the travel to or from the service and that's important that we make sure that there's a driver card in in the vehicle um obviously some vehicle repair shops are able to maybe road test the vehicle uh, without, a, without a driver card in. But it's, uh, it's important that when the vehicle's being operated by the operator uh, themselves, that, to make sure that there's a, a driver card in at all times so that that can be, can be analysed. Um, and also with missing mileage, it's important to go through them and just make sure that you put notes against most software systems have an ability to be able to uh, put in for what reason there might be missing mileage. It might be shunting in the yard or, or or whatever it may be um it may be for the that it's in for maintenance and it's an unrecognized driver that isn't uh on your on your software system uh but it's important that we go back and we look at those and make sure we analyze them and therefore you know it may need checking against the tracker you may have taken on a, a driver or used an agency driver that maybe hasn't got the, the correct understanding so we need to be able to catch those and make sure we manage that process effectively because it's it's very important that the vehicles aren't driven without cards in uh, for, for hire and reward that's going to be a big problem uh, for you as an operator uh, the fourth area was around having old maintenance contracts so one of the things that uh, i pick up is that uh, and it's not just old maintenance contracts, but sometimes operators will think that because a manufacturer or a garage has provided a contract as part of the, the maintenance process, that that's if it, uh, sufficient. And uh, actually, we need to make sure that we have a, 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 a recent GV79 NXD, which is the agreement between uh, the operator and the maintenance provider, and to ensure that it's got everything on there around what the agreement is and how regularly vehicles are going to be inspected and what the notice period is, as well as what the expectations are around brake testing as well, which is sort of moving on to the uh, maintenance element of some of the challenges I do see. And um, another another thing I do often come across is that there's a there's a woolly talk or retalk process. And it's important that we have a both that the tyres are regularly inspected, but we also have a good retalk process. And it may mean that there's a retalk book uh, where we record any retalks and when when they happened, um, but it's important to make sure that we have a record of making sure that wheels are getting retalked and making sure that we have a procedure that's followed. And they, one of the things that's key is to remember that we cannot overtalk wheel nuts as well. So we need to make sure that it's done professionally and using a calibrated tool, and also that it's recorded and that after wheels have been off, that they get. Uh, they follow that retalk process. It, it may be that the vehicle's left for 30 minutes before they're re-tightened re or, or rechecked, 
or it may be that it's over a period of distance and, and, and rechecked, but we need to make sure that's properly recorded. And then if there are issues, um, because sometimes issues do happen where uh, fleets come across loose wheel nuts, it might be uh, an issue with the surface of the of the wheel, for example, that we, we make sure we really investigate that and make sure that we correct the process as we need to, to ensure that wheel nuts aren't loose, because um, it's a vital part of making sure that we operate safe vehicles. One of the other challenges I see is around brake tests. Now, I think there's a lot of operators out there who pay for brake tests with uh, with dealers um, or with, with workshops, and uh, they've not been properly um, laden uh, with weight. And that can be a challenge um, because essentially if that brake test, some vehicles are exempt from uh, being brake tested with weight, um, and, and there's lists online for you to, to see those exemptions because it could be, too inconvenient or too challenging but ultimately the, the vast majority of vehicles and trailers need to be weight tested uh, as part of, or, or weighted as part of the brake test we need to be aiming for at least uh, 50 percent of the axle weight and preferably over 65 percent and um, one of the other things to check on the brake testing is to make sure that they're not just locking before the braking efficiency has been hit or the target braking efficiency has been hit. We need to make sure that we're hitting that, that braking efficiency um, and making sure that we've got good quality brake tests and that they're happening regularly. It's strongly advised on, on all of the uh, documentation that you find online. It's now strongly advised that it's carried out at every PMI um and uh and, and to make sure that they're, they're, they're properly properly carried out as well because that's uh, that's really vital to make sure that they're good quality brake tests and to ensure that our vehicles are safe on the road and making sure that they're braking appropriately as well one of the challenges we see increasingly is that uh the the modern tractor units carry out all the braking on behalf of the trailers for example so they can quickly become glazed and, and uh, break poorly particularly if they're particularly if they're um, not being tested properly as well. So that, that can be a real challenge. Okay, so we then move on to sort of the HR, some of the things that, I've, or some of the things that I notice and pick up uh, for, for common uh, common areas of mistake. One of them is around the employment contract. So um, often I come across employment contracts that have been copied and pasted or uh, doctored and amended and, um, and, and possibly not fit in the current legislation. So in... In May last year, there was a change of change of legislation and employment contracts were needed to have been updated. Uh, it's important that you get a good quality HR professional if you don't already employ one, uh, maybe subcontract one out to make sure that those contracts are uh, fit for purpose and that they're effective. Um, a good quality contract and handbook is, is vital and it's uh, something that is really important that you protect yourself and manage your business effectively. Um, whilst we're talking about the people side of things, I know we've already spoken about infringements, but one of the other things I pick up is ongoing CPD or continuing professional development for drivers as well. It's a vital part of uh, fleet operations. So that may take the form of regular toolbox talks or team meetings, issuing of memos. Um, it may be, uh, like I say, an ad hoc toolbox talk if needed as well as making sure that things like gate checks are done to make sure that drivers are carrying out good daily walk-around checks. Um, but on, keeping a record of ongoing CPD is a vital, vitally important for, um, for managing drivers effectively. And increasingly now, um, even driver CPC, managing it in advance, making sure that the courses aren't being duplicated because we're coming across uh, now where um, drivers who duplicate uh, 
training courses unnecessarily may have the driving hours revoked from their from their cpc and that's that's really you know a waste of everyone's time and money and effort so um it's important to manage these things up front and it's a it's a good good really good practice um so yeah what have regular driver meetings. I think it's good to make sure that uh, we share business news, not just legislative changes and efficiency changes, but overall health and safety benefits as well for for uh, drivers. I think is is vitally important. One of the, one of the other things that I pick up is effective license checking. So making sure that drivers get regular uh, regular license checks as part of your ongoing management process, and to ensure that those with six points um, are are sort of checked more regularly and, and uh, obviously making sure that drivers are notifying you and that you're able to notify the, the traffic commissioner as well. So those are, in a nutshell, those are some of the common mistakes uh, that I certainly pick up on as part of our ongoing uh, fleet auditing um, and, and things that we work with our clients to be able to try and help with as well. Um, one of the things I do recommend is having a copy of the Guide to Maintaining Roadworthiness. It's a, it's a fantastic document that's freely available online and uh, it really does tell you a lot of the a lot of these things that, that I'm sort of talking about um, to, to many operators maybe like teaching you to suck eggs but I do apologize if that's the case um, but we do these are things that we come across regularly and uh, we always recommend uh, revisit in regard to maintaining roadworthiness um, other ways that you can join the discussion is uh, I host a Facebook group called the Transport Manager and Consultants Hub, uh, which is on Facebook. And I also have a podcast, A Half Dozen Things. You may be listening on that. So please do tune in and uh, I'll be sharing more information there. Uh, and anyway, have a great week, everyone. And I hope you've enjoyed uh, enjoyed lunch today. So take care.